Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Never mind logical thought or common sense. You brave into the world every day to show that women too have a cock and balls. Hey lady, how's it hanging? Who needs a vagina? when you can still walk around with the impression of a ball-peen hammer in your yoga pants and still be considered a woman. I think I see a dick print. Yet you go out and fight every day for your cause. Because deep down as a man, you know the first thing you have to do each day is fight as a woman. So crack open a cold Bud Light, Mr. Ally of the Alphabet. You have changed the meaning of the word camel toe forever. Mr. Trans, but I still have a wiener guy. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, September 30th, 2023. Joe Jackson. Poor Joe. (laughs) This song, I I don't know what it is, but this song is a sore thumb in in that decade because it just, I don't know. It's one of those songs where it's like, where do you play this? You know, do you play it on the pop station? Do you play it on the adult contemporary station? Where, where does it belong? I think the only reason why this actually became a hit is because, like I said the other week, he had that 80s voice. Joe Jackson did. You know, it was just always a strange song to me for some reason. I, it was, I didn't hate it, <laughs> you know, but I'm just like, this, is, this just doesn't fit, you know, what's what's going on with that. And what was with the in the intro? Did you hear that in the intro? It's like you know, the, for the first like five seconds, you 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 think you're hearing Gloria Estefan, a little salsa thing in the Miami Sound Machine. <laughs> Gloria Estefan. It's the I think she's like the only Latina woman who has like the the S <laughs> like speech impediment built into her last name. <laughs> Estefan. Like, do you ever notice that? Like when. when like when you know when when you know Latino people when they say anything that starts with an S they got to add an E to it like you know like oh man I got to get up and stretch like oh I got to get up and stretch <laughs> oh it's fucking great that is fucking great before I get started I, I you know again this is a, another ringing endorsement I don't know what is going on and I don't know how many times I got to say this. I really don't. All right. But like, okay. On this week's episode of Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, by the way, I, got, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I got some sort of a voodoo, taboo, juju thing going on. It's very bad to steal Joe Boo's well. He's very bad. <laughs> But I got to stop talking about people because they die. 
like I say something, the guy's dead a week later. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I know it's a coincidence, but what I'm saying is I talked about the Smash Mouth guy next week dead. All right, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I talked about Diane Feinstein. I'm like, why Why are you still making decisions for this country at 90 years old? But yeah, well, she died this week. <laughs> so so that means it, it, well, there was no retirement. It was basically, I don't even know what day it was, but let's say she died on Wednesday. There was no, oh, hey, Diane Feinstein's in the hospital. She ain't doing too good. It was just like, pfft, dead. I remember the last time I saw her on the Senate floor. It was like, I don't know what's going on with the people. Like, okay. What's going on with when you get to be a certain age, shit starts, like your eyes start bleeding and, and you get like, like these weird black eyes. You see this? The whole, like the last month that she was alive, her, her eye was coming out of its socket on the, on the left side. She's got, it's all bruised and dicked up. And when you see like the white pigments, like blood, I'm like, what the fuck? And this happens to everybody when they get to, they, they get to that age. But she's an old lady. I mean, look at her. She's old you can't just take her stuff she's too old just the other day jimmy carter and what's up with this jimmy carter for there was some special event i forget what it was but but jimmy carter came <laughs> he came out to attend the goddamn thing isn't he in hospice that's not sick that's your your you're close to the grave is what he's turned into a fucking eggplant He's he's another guy like for like the last ten years when you saw him he had shit going on in his eyes the guy had fucking band aids all over his face. How does it get to four band aids? How does this happen? <laughs> After one band aid, isn't that a hospital visit? What are you trying to fix? I'm like, what 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 the fuck is going on here? So he leaves, and then I see a news clip and it says, yeah, Jimmy Carter returns to hospice after a rare appearance. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, don't you have, like, once they take you to hospice, don't you have, like, minutes to live? He's allowed to just, oh, I'm going to get up, get a shower, I got to go down to this event, and I'll, I'll come back here into my deathbed, you know, when that's over. What's up with that? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, she's on the Senate floor on Tuesday, dead by Wednesday, Diane Feinstein. And, you know, and this is, again, an- another ringing endorsement, too, because we've had more episodes of Weekend at Bernie's this week as well. Two are follow-ups. One is Bruce Springsteen, all right, who, like I said, was another guy who falls. I, you know, again, at least I know now. At 45 years old, what to expect post-70. I guess all of a sudden, I'm just not going to have any goddamn balance. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Because the list goes on and on. All right, so Bruce Springsteen falls on stage, and and now now he comes out. I'm canceling my tour dates. Oh, you think that was the right move, Bruce? You think? I mean, you can't stand the fuck up. What, What makes you think you put on a goddamn rock show? All right? Well, oh yeah, Steven Tyler, his, his vocal cords snapped. <laughs> I mean, the, the guy's been singing like somebody's been squeezing his balls for 50 years. And when you come out in your 70s and all of a sudden like you, you start gushing blood from your throat, you, know, 
And he canceled his tour dates. Oh, no. What do you mean you're not going to gut it out and go do the whole tour, Stephen? Oh, good morning, Mr. Tyler. Going down? <sighs> so, this week's episode of Weekend at Bernie's, Ringo Starr. Yep. He took a tumble on stage, too. And he plays the drums. What the? How the fuck you fall playing the drums? I don't mean to keep beating a dead horse about this, but these people got knocked the fuck off. There's a reason, okay? (laughs) There is a reason why professional athletes retire at a certain age. You want to know why? Because they don't have the fucking ability anymore. They know, all right, I'm 35. I'm, I'm over the hill. It's time for, and you're not over the hill, like, for the earth, but you are for the game. You just can't physically do shit anymore. Like, it breaks my heart. I was talking to my buddy Jay the other night about how much it breaks my heart that I didn't have the, you know, the athletic ability that I had back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, I couldn't do the shit that I did when I was, you know, 20. I, I can't do that shit no more. I just can't. Oh, God. In fact... <laughs> That's a killer. Because me and my buddy with Jay were talking about the other night. I said, you know, like I, I was like, I talked about when we went. We went to go get beer like the last time I was at his house. And his girlfriend's son came with us. He's like 22 or 23. Good kid, you know. And we go into this in Beer Baron in, in the Northeast in Academy Plaza. If you know, you know. They got one of them like, you know, arcade mini basketball things in there. And they, they, they don't charge anything. It ain't like you got to put quarters in. There's just a bunch of balls you want to shoot and you're going to knock yourself out, right? <laughs> so I walked by this fucking thing, you know, and I had to do it. I'm like, All right, let me get one of these, Kobe. <laughs> you know, yeah, I airmailed the whole fucking thing. <laughs> I missed the backboard entirely. I sent that thing into a case of Modelo, <laughs> and the kid runs over to Jay. He's like, "Yo, he just tried to shoot. And he fucking missed the whole thing." I'm like, "Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there, kid." You know, because it's 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 what it is. Now I will say this. All right. The last thing a puncher loses is his power, okay? And I can say with confidence, you give me a football right now, I'm throwing that thing 60 yards. I can still do that. But what I'm saying is is you lose that ability. And if you're doing that as a professional, it's curtains at at 35 tops. Okay, there's a couple freak instances, but these people are the greatest player of all time. Tom Brady went in a fucking Super Bowl at 45. That's a a complete one-off situation. And I'm talking about mid-30s, late-30s, maybe even early-40s, and that's it. Meanwhile, you got Mitch McConnell having strokes on TV at 82, Diane Feinstein dropping dead after work at 90, Joe Biden falling weekly at, at 82 or whatever the fuck he is. He almost fucking took another tumble. Oh, my God, this is great. <laughs> They've assigned a team. this is when you know it's bad they have assigned a team to be no more than six feet away from joe biden in case he goes fall down go boom but i tell you what i don't know about you but i'm going to go to bed the only problem with that is his greatest nemesis is a flight of steps so how are you going to keep sick you know how are you going to how are you going to catch that one 
you know? Stairs are kryptonite to Joe Biden, much like the letter S is kryptonite to Mike Tyson. He was coming down the stairs. It wasn't Air Force One. He was coming down some flight of steps on a plane the other day, and there was two, like, soldiers at the foot of the thing, but they were saluting, like, outward. They weren't facing him, and, and he took it. He slipped. And that one that one would have ended in tears. But he caught himself because he's, he's, he's wily. He's a wily veteran, that Joe. Some pe- It's like, you know, I, I, if you can't do it no more, you can't do it no more. I saw a reel the other day. I, I, I wish I had saved it. I'm sorry that I didn't because I would have I would have played it on the show. It was fucking great. They've been doing these things lately, where, or at least in my algorithm, where you know they'll they'll have a singer singing a song, but they'll take all the instruments away, and you just hear them singing. All right, I remember one time they did it to Linda McCartney. <laughs> oh God, it's so fucking bad. I think they did that on the Howard Stern show. You know, but like, cause back then that's been, you know, yeah, the wives come in, come on in Yoko, scream like a fucking gypsy and call it art or whatever the fuck it was that she did. You know, so he, you know, Paul McCartney, oh, Linda McCartney was going to come sing for the Beatles. No, not for the Beatles. It was for Wings or whatever the fuck he did post Beatles. You know what I'm saying? And she was, she was horrendous. But I saw one of John Bon Jovi the other day and he's, you know, he's been on the show before. <sighs> like when, listen, man. Okay. When, and I'll say this again, you know, as, as, as a former cover band vocalist. Okay. You know, when your voice is shot. And my thing is, is like, dude, you can't hide that. There's nothing you can do. It, it, you know, it's 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 a, a people who sing thing. If you know, you know. And I've had it happen to me, but not shot for life. I had it shot for the night. But like this, when it's shot for life, how the fuck can you go in there and say, like, yeah, I'm going to charge you $250. You're going to come see me. And I know what it's for. They don't give a fuck about him singing. It's all these freaking cougars who can't get enough of him. Well, then here's what you do, all right? You parlay that, John, into something else. All you need is an OnlyFans page. You're all set. You can't fucking sing anymore, guy. All right, go to the salon, get your fucking hair done, and and, and go to go to fucking OnlyFans, all right? There's a guy who's much younger than him, Vince Neal. What the fuck is that guy doing? Have you... <laughs> Like what's his what's his what's his pre-show ritual? Like eat twelve fucking chocolate frosted Entenmann's donuts. The guy's got a goddamn inner tube. He's still running around with an, a, 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 a button-down shirt unbuttoned, and he cannot sing a lick. Know when to hang it up, man. For the love of God. I know, broken record. I'm, I'm beating the same dead horse, but I have to keep reporting the news, folks. <laughs> you know, we, we, have, we have a Weekend at Bernie's episode every week, sometimes multiple. Shit needs to stop, man. God. Good to be back with you guys, as always. Here we go, 13 minutes in. <laughs> I'd say it always starts out as like, hey, before I get started, and then 14 minutes goes by. All I planned on actually was talking about Diane Feinstein. <laughs> God, I, I, man, do I ramble. <laughs> 
Anyway, what do I got for you guys? This week? Oh man, I got normally now. This is a this is food about food by proxy, but it really it well it is and it isn't. I usually save these for you know after the first break, but I I, I got I got to talk about this now because it, 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 what an experience this was. I I, I was. I just couldn't believe it. So it's this past Friday night, and it, as usual, I'm like, you know, I'm milling through my head, you know, like, well, what do I want to get for dinner tonight, you know? But oh, by the way, I thank you uh, everybody for all the messages, you know, enjoying the temporary reinstallment of the Sea Rod pod, uh, the Sea Rod podcast, the Sea Rod cookbook, and also thank you to all you who sent me messages ripping me for doing it and bringing it back and, and it's a lot of people were saying i'm teasing just okay what am i fucking gordon ramsey <laughs> it's, i'm just telling you what i'm making for dinner a lot of you people get hopped up about that shit i'll try to do it more frequently for you guys though it'll be one of those things so anyway it's friday night and i'm like what do i want for you know i'm, I'm like debating you know and then out of nowhere out of left field it popped in my head i'm like i get indian food gotten it twice before it was very good, you know, and now here is where I broke my own protocol. I broke my own protocol twice, actually. <laughs> you know, you guys know how I feel, like if it ain't broke, you know, I had this house of Punjab. It's not called that. I, I, I just call it that because I don't know what the fuck it's house of something. And I think it's something that's on the menu. It's like Biambi or Burambi or Jason Giambi. I don't, I don't know what it is. What I do know is they have chicken tikka masala and it's good. And, and, and I said it before, if I walk into the place and it's, and it's jumping, and, and not only that, it's jumping with Middle Eastern people, this shit's got to be legit. I went in there, it was, it was good. I'd never, I'd never, you know, the two times I went in, never had a problem. Everything was, was fine, you know? But here's where I broke my own protocol. I'm like, all right, let's not get chicken tikka masala. Let's get something else. Because I was talking to somebody about Indian food the other day, and they said, like, yeah, if you, if you want to, like, you know, broaden your horizons, you got to do it, like, you know, in baby steps in Indian food. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go, you can't go from like, you know, like chicken tikka masala is pretty much like the Indian general chose t- chicken. It's safe. You don't want to be going graduating from chicken tikka masala to fucking goat, right? <laughs> like, they're like, just do it in increments. And somebody told me they're like, dude, butter chicken is good. Get butter chicken. I'm like, all right, I'm doing that. All right. All right so that's where I broke the first pr- protocol. The second one that I broke was I decided. My fucked up brain. I'm like, oh, let's find another Indian restaurant. Why I did that, I don't know. And I think the only reason I can like justify it in my head was I'm like, well, maybe what? What if the one that you went to is just like a run of the mill Indian Indian food place? You know, just maybe find another one. No one's like finding that Chinese restaurant. You know, so it turned out I got Google the shit right, and this is what I told you. Like, remember when I told that first Indian restaurant that I did go to? I said I passed by that thing two hundred times. And because I never had Indian food, I didn't even know it was an Indian restaurant until, you know, like Tony opened my eyes to, you know, to, to Indian food, right? No, well, this place was directly across the fucking street from the other one. I'm like, we got a freaking a, a Middle Eastern McDonald's Burger King situation going on here. So that, that place has to be good. They're competing with the guy across the street. A lot of red flags in this fucking place, I got to tell you. All right, first one was the name of the place. Now, now you got House of Punjab right across the fucking street, all right? Or you got right across the street from that, the Burger King to the McDonald's is, it was called Second Wife. What? 
does that even mean? You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I'm like, all right, you know. Go in. I, and I was actually surprised. I didn't even look at the reviews. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. All right. And I, I, I look into this menu, and I guess it's a little weird. Okay, it was a little weird of the shit that they had. Yes, the yes, they had Indian food. Okay, and it, as they should, they're an Indian restaurant. But then they had cheese steaks. They had pizza. Pizza. <laughs> You're a fucking Indian joint. <laughs> the hell's going on here? And now they had like American pizza, you know, with cheese and tomato sauce and shit like that. But then they had like you know goat tikka masala pizza and all this other shit. They had cheese steaks. They had like all American food, wings, fries, all this shit. And then you're gonna go to freaking garlic naan. <laughs> I was really thrown off by that. Okay, so I did see butter chicken, right? So I got I ordered that, and I you know I get the hot option. And this shit was hot, right? It was fucking good. But anyway. I'll talk about the food when I get home. I I haven't even given you the experience yet. Okay. This one is a doozy. All right. It's Friday night at like seven o'clock. All right. That's prime time. All right. For, for a restaurant. You, you know what I'm saying? In fact, like I think the second time I went to that Indian restaurant, it was a Friday night at dinner time, and that place was winging. All right. First red flag. I pulled into this joint, not one car in the parking lot. No, I don't know. What am I? What am I walking in here? Is a shoe bomb gonna go off when I walk into this fucking joint? Like what the hell? All right. So I'm. Th- I'm. Th- I, I, now I'm strongly debating. I'm like I don't. I don't like that. It's it's prime time Friday night, seven o'clock dinner time, and there's not one person in that fucking building. All right. That that's that that speaks volumes. I'm like, should I just say fuck it and go across the street where it's safe? I had no idea what I was walking into, and I had no idea what was going to be in the bag that they fucking gave me, okay? And it gets better as far as the the level of trust that I have in this fucking place, okay? Now, oh boy, <laughs> I walk into this this place, okay? Nobody's in there. I go up to like the little, they got a little, I guess, where, where a host or a hostess would stand like behind a little thing. There was nobody there. I look up to the left. There's a bar. No, no bartender. No, there's nobody at the at the bar. There's nobody in the building. I probably could have robbed this joint. Right. So I look past. I look about. I don't know. Maybe 20 feet past, like the little hostess thing. I'm, I'm walking around just say, Hey, is anybody here? Did like, did you guys get an order? Because I can go across the street. I, I'm, I'm not feeling too good right now. I'm not getting the warm and fuzzy feeling. All right. So I look back and I see this little tiny, it was like a little tiny shoebox of a room. And there was a podium there, like like, like a politician would speak at. It was like, a, and it, it was it had the Pepsi logo on it. So it was like a Pepsi podium. I don't know, where, where'd you get that from? The Super Bowl? Now behind the podium, out of nowhere, I see two heads pop up to the top of the podium. So I'm seeing like two heads from like the nose down. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What is our, are they midgets? Like, I didn't know. I, I, I'm like, I'm just baffled by this. I'm like, there's nobody in the parking lot, red flag. I walk in, there's nobody in there, red flag. And I, now, I, now I see two heads. You guys know how I feel about heads. Right? So after I see half of the head, then all of a sudden, it's like they were on the on the ground. And then, and they were they were full length now. They, they stood up. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And when they did stand up, they both looked right at me. And I looked right at them. No, no, no greeting. No nothing. I'm like, dude, what, what, where are we? Then next thing you know, they lowered down and now I can see half their heads again. And I'm like, what, what, what is happening back there? 
and then they disappeared again. Then I see their half of their heads again, and then they stand. I'm like, I know what the fuck they're doing. So here I am, okay, an American. <laughs> Walking into an Indian restaurant for the first time, and nobody's there. And you know what they were doing? They were doing one of them fucking 9-11 prayers. You ever see these? And they were singing and shit. Like, now that I got, you know, I started focusing, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, like, they're, they're you know, like fucking, I, I didn't mean to break up your fucking Taliban meeting, but I, I, I got an order for Christian. Can you just, for one second? And I didn't know if I should have interrupted them. I, you know, I don't know Islam. <laughs> I don't know what the rules are. I'm not a very religious guy, but when I when I was forced to be, when I was in Catholic school, I don't think I ever went and interrupted anybody banging out on our father. What's the protocol on the interrupting? But here's my thing. We're at work. Why are you doing fucking Al-Qaeda prayers in the front of the house when you're, when you're trying to sell food? And now I'm, I'm really debating. I'm like, is a shoe bomb going to go off? Do I need to run? So the one guy gets up and he, he gets up and he walks over. He's like, can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I got a fucking order for Christian here. I didn't know I walked into a, a Muslim palace. And it was sitting. <laughs> it was sitting like on the on the counter behind the little host station. But I wasn't going to walk back there and get it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not going to walk in and just start grabbing shit. He looked pissed, man. I'm like, I'm your only customer. <laughs> like, dude. You know, I'm sure, can't you do this prayer at another time? I don't know. Maybe there's nobody in the place because this is not the first time that you've done this. Why is it jumping across the street and you, you don't have a cockroach in here? What's up with that one there, guy? Sorry to bother you, Bin Laden. I'll take my food and I'll fuck right off. And it's exactly what I did. So what did I order on? Yeah, oh, here's the other thing: they didn't have those vegetable rolls that I, that I loved at the at the other at, at Punjab. They didn't have that. So I usually get like a little like a like a naan, you know, one of them little. It's like a, it's it's bread that looks like a diaper. I got that, but I'm like, yeah, I want to get like a little appetizer or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Because Indian Indian food, they're not big on portions. That's that's one thing I learned. Like you'll get like three pieces of chicken and a bucket of sauce. That's that's how they roll. Right. So I'm like, I got to get something else. So I'm looking, they got this little, like, you know, it said rolls and kebabs. I'm like, all right, let me see what they got going on here. Now, like I said, you got to be careful with the protein, you know, and they're not seriously. The other thing on their, on their menus. Okay. They're not very descriptive of what anything is. They're just like, yeah, it's got, it's got, it's got herbs and spices on it. That's, that's it. Chicken, chicken, what (laughs) fucking, you know? So it was it was in the kebab roll section, and I I just ordered like the chicken one, you know. I'm like, okay, whatever, right? So <laughs> I get this bag from these guys. I get, I get in the car, I drive home, I you know get everything out. And another thing that they're not descriptive about is like what comes with shit. I'm like, do I got to get rice on the side, or does this come with rice? Because if it does come with rice, and you're not saying it, and then I get a side of like basmati rice, I don't want to come home to, and have an Uncle Ben's factory in here. You know, so I, so I open up this thing. I, I take all the containers out and all that kind of stuff. Now I looked at the butter chicken. It looked exactly like it was the same container, same size, same everything. It looked exactly like chicken tikka masala from across the street. 
And quite frankly, it tasted just like it, too. I don't know what the difference is. I, it was butter chicken or chicken tikka masala is pretty much the same. And I don't know if it was that way because it was so goddamn hot. But before I cracked into that, <laughs> I opened up this container with these chicken things in there, and I, I was flabbergasted at what I saw. I can't put my finger on what animal it is, but these things looked... I opened this thing up, all right, and I saw two seven-inch animal dicks. It was straight out of fear factor. Like, there, there was no other way I could describe it, and that laid on a bed of rice with some red onions. And I'm like, I, I don't even know if I can physically bring myself to eat this. Like, I can't... I don't know if I can get mentally ready... To eat. And it's not like, listen, man, I I, I eat dick-shaped foods. Oh. <laughs> I eat dick-shaped foods all the time, okay? Hot dogs, you know, pickles, cucumbers, bananas. I'm all right with the dick-shaped food. Most dick-shaped food is delicious. But I'm looking at this thing, and it was cooked. And it, like, it really did. It looked like, a, like I, I can't, again, I can't put my my finger on what animal it was. But it was a dick, and it looked like a cooked dick. So I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to mentally prepare myself for this thing, all right? And I, 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 I it was delicious. <laughs> I took a, I took a bite of it. It tasted like sausage. It was pretty fucking good, right? Then it came, it came, it came with this little sauce. Like it came with like a cucumber cream sauce and two little little pita bread things. I was wondering why they put that in there. I know why. They want you to make a dick sandwich. You know, and put the, the cucumber sauce on it. And, and and the way they would, you know, you have to do it with the way the bread was shaped. It was like a circle. So you kind of had to like, you know, like wrap it almost like a, like a hot dog. It was like a, like a dick dog. <laughs> it was fucking delicious. Hey, and then, like I said, the butter chicken, it tasted, it was verbatim, you know, chicken tikka masala, but man, the range of emotion. That I went through going to this place, you know. I mean, there was a, there was a brief moment there where I thought I was going to get murdered by explosion of some sort. No, I said I didn't have a bomb. You said bomb. I said it's not like I have a bomb. You said bomb on an airplane. What's wrong with saying bomb on an airplane? You can't say bomb on an airplane. Bomb, 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 bomb. You gonna arrest me? You- and, and when they were doing the 9-11 prayer, I was waiting for somebody to come running out of that goddamn kitchen with a bomb taped to his chest. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what the fuck? You know, and then coming home and, and thinking I'm eating a dick. You know, like, it's, it's a wide range of emotions there. All right? I'm up against a break, and I got to cut this, too, because I got a dog barking in my fucking ear. It's, you know, never a dull moment. <sighs> That's fucked up. Get off my lawn and what an asshole. I got a lot of messages about that last week. I got a, I got a good asshole for you this week as well. That and a lot more because, like I said, it's, you know, as my bullet list grows all the time, I mean, some, some have better quality than others. And I got some shit to get into today. On the other side, make sure you keep it locked right here on the C-Rod Podcast. Don't go away. Hey guys, Christian here. And you still haven't gotten that home improvement job done yet? For that, I got two questions for you. One, what are you waiting for? 
And two, what's the biggest investment that regular people like you and me are going to make in their lifetime? Of course, it's going to be their home, right? It's a 30-year commitment. You're going to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, and you always want to protect that investment, but you also want to enhance that investment and make it look as good as you possibly can in and out. And that is where my friend Chris Jackson comes in. I've been telling you about this guy for two years. He's the leader of his industry. Nobody is better in the Philadelphia area. You can trust me when I tell you that. And essentially, he's a one-stop shop because there's nothing Chris can't do. He'll do general and custom carpentry, custom design, custom built-in cabinetry, high-end custom-built tables and chairs, elegant staircases, high-end home bars, refinishing basements. There's nothing this guy can't do, and he does it better than everybody else. And he said something to me one time that made so much sense when you speak to quality. He said, if you want to get your kitchen redone for $7,000, I'm not the guy you want to call. And that really stood out to me when it comes to quality in his field because he knows the game. He knows if somebody's going out there looking for the cheapest price possible, you're going to get some shady contractor who's going to use poor materials, he's going to have shoddy labor, and then you're going to call him back in two years when everything falls apart and get the same thing done again. Then two years later, get the same thing done again. Two years later, get the same thing done again when you could have just called Chris the first time and got it done right the first time. When you call Chris Jackson... He is going to use the top quality materials with precision labor, and he's going to get it done right the first time. It's going to be built to last. It's going to be built with class. I told you before, this guy was never around in the summertime on the weekends because he was outside hustling, perfecting his craft. And now 20 years later, he's at the top of his industry, and he's at the top of his industry for a reason. Like I told you before, go to his website, cjacksoncontractors.com. His Facebook and Instagram page are linked to that website, and you can see all the work that he posts every day. And every single day, this kid blows my mind. So what are you going to do when you need your next project done? You're going to call my buddy, Chris. Action Jackson, C. Jackson Contractors, the Cadillac of contractors, cjacksoncontractors.com. Call Chris today. Tell him I sent you. This is the end. <laughs> Welcome back to the C. Rob Podcast. <laughs> Frank Stallone bringing us in. He's he's one he's an enigma. He's one of the funniest guys. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh my god, talk about riding your brother's coattails your entire goddamn life. This guy would have been a bum. Well, he was a bum, <laughs> but he would have been a crumb bum without his brother. This is, I guess, like his only song that ever like did anything or like got it on the radio or whatever. It was one of those things where, like in Rocky One, it was like, all right, well, Sylvester's the talented one, and he was like, oh, you know, I feel sorry for for poor old Frank. Nobody likes him. You know, he's out here singing, trying to do shit. I, I'll, I'll figure something out for you, buddy. Here's what we'll do: <laughs> we'll create a Philadelphia, a Kensington Wino group that sings by a fifty-five gallon drum on fire and just drinks wine. <laughs> and he makes his way into an Oscar-winning film. Right? Do you think? <laughs> do you think he got on the on the charts with that song that I just played, like on his own merit? No, he's Frank Stallone, and I love it. <laughs> I'm looking at the thumbnail right now on, on Spot, or it's like the album cover. He's got the. He, he, <laughs> 
he's wearing like one of them crusty ass leather jackets. You ever see the leather jackets that just like get like the brown leather that just like gets faded and and all broken apart and cracked and shit like that? He's got one over his left shoulder, like a dress shirt over his right shoulder, like like he's got the jacket half off, like he's a model. But the funny thing is, is when you look at Frank Stallone, it's like you're you're looking at a you know Sylvester Stallone if you ordered him from Wish. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> Never in a million years did I ever think I was going to play Frank Stallone on the C-Rod podcast. <laughs> oh, God. So, you know what? Let me, let me. I got two things before I get started here. I, I didn't plan on doing this first, but it's it's somewhat, somewhat about food, I guess. This is really the food time, not like it was on the other side with the Indian food bit, but I don't understand certain Italian restaurants, whether they be takeout, eat in, sit down, whatever the fuck. Most of these places I know. Now, here's the thing, okay? When it comes to sausage, right? I'm, I'm, I am all the way 100% hot Italian sausage and not sweet. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't kick sweet out of bed, but I, it's not my first preference. Okay, I, I, I love. I, you know, I don't. I don't discriminate for any kind of sausage. I'm a big fan. However. I like fucking hot Italian sausage. So most of these joints don't, they don't fucking, it's like if you get like a sausage and pepper sandwich, you're getting sweet sausage. I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, there's no option. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's just around here, but it, it's it's unbelievable how how many of them do. So really like a, like getting hot Italian sausage on a fucking sandwich, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough, that's a tall ask around here. Right. So there's this one place. <laughs> Just the fucking name of it. It's called Spanky and Luches, right? Over in uh, East Norton. West Norton? East Norton. One of the Nortons. It's in Norton. Why is there not like a North? Well, anyway. So, I, I, you know, and I've ordered from this place maybe once or twice before. You know, so it's like I know they're legit. I know that, you know, they're pretty consistent, all right? But I, I got to tell you, man, it, this is not something that's like not documented on the show before, but it's just this new generation of, of people, or should I say like workers in the food industry? They, they, it's like, I remember when I did that shit, man, you know, like, like I remember like in my late teens, early twenties working at Lee's Hoagie house, like when it got fucking busy, man, you were humping, you, you know what I'm saying? Like lunch rush, dinner rush. I, I was making like 10 hoagies at a time. Like, I would just grab, like, six orders and throw them all up, and I'd grab out, you know, to the 10 fucking rolls. I'd make them all, and then crank out the next 10, crank out the next 10. It was just, the, it, it was the way it was. And then when it when it wasn't busy, you had to prep for other shit. Now, of course, we had plenty of time to fucking stand around with our dicks in our hands. Of course we did. No, no, nobody's going to sit out there. I mean, back then, this is, you want to hear how fucked up it was back then? I, I, when I, when I started at that place, I was making six bucks an hour. Now they want 15 to, to, to sit there with their thumb up their ass. But, but what I'm trying to say is this, I walk into this fucking joint. All right. I ordered a sausage and peppers. That was it. Right. And then, so it was a Friday night. So, so, so I order it and it says like, it'll be ready in 20 minutes, like whatever the app was. Right. And then I got, I got a text message like five minutes later that says like, we're more busier than normal. So just give us some extra time. And they gave me like, I forget what the time was. They said, like, let's just say seven o'clock, pick it up at seven o'clock. Right. 
Like, this is after they said they were busy. Like, oh, it's not 6.45 anymore. They'll bump that back to 7. I said, all right. So, I, I no, maybe it was 7.15. I don't know what the fuck it was because there, there, there's a show involved with this, believe it or not. So I pull up in there, okay, Friday night, much like the Indian restaurant. I walk the fuck in the joint, and there's no, nobody is in there. There's not. I'm like, I thought you were busier than you normally are. There's nobody sitting down eating. There's nobody in here picking shit up. What the fuck? Come on. So I walk in, and there's a lady behind the counter who I can only equate to be is like in the family of the owners or was the owner. I don't know what the hell was going on. What I do know is there was like three more kids that were sitting there behind the counter, okay, and I walked in and nobody said nothing. Again, I, I say this a million times. You, you don't People don't greet their customers anymore. I just don't understand that. But there's three kids leaning up against the counter scrolling through their fucking phones. I, I, I'm like, you, you're paying these guys? What the fuck? Like, they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> you know? And, and again, if, if the apps at all were busier than the, we normally are, why is nobody in the, in the joint? Right, so now you got to keep in mind it's been like thirty-five minutes since I ordered a fucking sandwich. You know, so so the lady was the one who greeted me because God forbid anybody, you know, any teenager, you know, talk to somebody outside of their phone. You know, I tell her who I am, what and why I'm here. Right, and she goes, oh, oh that they're still working on it. They're still working on it. It's it, it's a fucking sandwich. You're not smoking a brisket. Why why is it forty minutes and you said you were busier than you were and nobody's well whatever, just fucking go do it. And here is the thing, but like when I worked in that in that business, if we had a pickup that wasn't made yet, if the guy walked in, see, I got a pickup for Tim. They'd be like, Yo, Tim's here for pickup. Fucking crank it out. Let's go. I, I ain't getting on that. I, I I just yeah, go go sit down and, and go sit in the corner and shut the fuck up. So I sit down. Wheel of Fortune is on the TV. So I'm like, all right. I guess I'm stuck watching Pat Sajak you know, until until my shit's fucking ready. Again, I ordered a fucking sandwich 35 minutes ago, and it's like, you know. So another guy walks in. Yeah, I'm picking up. And, blah, 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 blah. and the lady goes, looks on top of the pizza oven for it. There's nothing there. There's like no orders on top of this goddamn thing at all. I don't even know why she had to go look. She comes back, oh, yeah, yeah, they're still working on it. What, what are they doing back there? <laughs> you know, I, listen, I can understand if you had a full house with people like eating, sitting down, and then you got you had 14 orders on top of the pizza oven. But you're sitting, if I can hear Pat Sajak talking, you're not busy. I watched the entire episode of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. I, 35 minutes I ordered, I sit down, it must have been five minutes into the goddamn show. I watched 25 minutes of Wheel of Fortune, I got all the way through the end. And and the guy that the guy I guess the guy sat there with me and watched it because his shit wasn't ready either. And then right as the show was ending, somebody else walked in saying they're picking up. She's like, ah, oh, it's not ready yet. What, what what happened? What the fuck happened in the last hour? That because there's no evidence. There's no evidence of you being busy whatsoever. And and while I watch this entire episode of fucking Wheel of Fortune, apparently you have orders that need to be made. But you got three kids standing right the fuck in front of you, scrolling on the goddamn phone for a half hour straight, and you ain't got orders ready yet. Again, me. All I'm going to say is this, okay? If I owned a restaurant or if I owned a takeout joint or if I owned anything, okay, my mentality would be this. 
you never know who is trying you for the first time. There's no real way to get a gauge on that. You just don't know. Now, if I was, if I was one of those guys that likes to just fucking run home and rat on the fucking restaurant. Writing reviews on restaurants that they go to? You got nothing going on with your life? Then, you know, I, I would have ripped them apart. You know, I, I ordered it, and they told me instead of 20 minutes, it's going to be backed up to 35 minutes, and I get there in 40 minutes. I gave them an extra five minutes, and I watched an entire, entire fucking episode of Wheel of Fortune while they stood there picking their fucking asses. I, I would have buried them on the fuck on, on, on Yelp or wherever it was I was going to fucking do. I'd lock them under the fucking jail. But I didn't, and you know. But it's just a principle, okay? Because th- this is not the only place that I see this. Like I said, I walk in; it's like people don't fucking communicate anymore. No wonder they're making all these AI people. At least they can talk to people, and not just a phone. The fuck, man! I guess that could have been a get off my lawn segment. But the next thing before I get started, and we're eleven minutes in, just like we were. <laughs> God. <sighs> This is exactly why, this is a perfect reason, you know, when I, when I tell you guys all the time, what do I tell you? Out of the hundreds of people who listen to this show, I, 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 I don't, I, I just, I can't understand why, why people just don't reach out and say hi, you know, like, because the, like there's the, half of you are, are unidentified. And, and like I said, if you really don't want to, that's okay. But. You know, if you know me, I, I, I don't see why half of you has not even said anything. Like, just identify yourself as a listener. I know who I'm talking. Here's the thing. It helps me help you. You don't think I know you people? <laughs> you don't think I know what you like? Especially if I know half of you? Like, I know how that guy thinks. You know? And, of course, you know, it's 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 my being cynical on this show is... is <laughs> You know, is what it is. But, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm sitting on the balcony last night, right? Uh, You know, scotch in one hand, phone in the other, right? I'm sitting out there, and the weirdest thing happened. Total fucking red flag goes off when I see this come in. This is just the weirdest thing. This should not even be a thing, okay? For anybody out there that even thinks about using this fucking thing. It's the dumbest thing ever, okay? When you can call somebody through Facebook Messenger, I don't care if somebody is on fire, all right? And and for some reason, maybe, I don't know, while they're being burnt to a crisp, the only button that they can find with their phone is Facebook to, to call me as opposed to just call me from your phone. If that's the case, then you're going to be well done. <laughs> I ain't fucking picking it up. All right. I don't trust Facebook as far as I can piss for the reasons of like, like you can so easily be hacked. So and this this goes for anybody. OK, I, I do communicate on Facebook Messenger with most of you. But if you send like a link or a video or a fucking reel or a clip on Facebook, I ain't opening it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I don't give a shit. I don't care if you message me afterwards saying like, yo, that's really me. Open that link. Ain't happening. I got hacked one time before, and it's not going to happen again. Not, not on that. Not, not, not there. All right. So, so after the fucking after, <laughs> after the messenger call comes in, he called me twice, two times in a row. 
was my buddy Dave. I don't know if I said that yet, but my buddy Dave called me, and and me and him were thick as thieves back in the day. Actually, speaking of that Lee's Hoagie House, we worked together. That's how we met. And we went to the bars and made all kind of bad decisions. And, and we used to have a fucking ball together. I mean, my dad, it was like he was my dad's favorite person, like of my friends. Like he fucking loved him. And you know, he he played golf with my dad. You know, like shit like that. He was a cool fucking dude, man. And we're very alike. Like I just said cynical. We're we're very cynical people. And and it, and man, I'll tell you, <laughs> man, when I worked there, we used to just God. You wouldn't be able to get away with the shit that we said, <laughs> you know, back then. We would just completely rip people right to their faces. Like, <laughs> we would point out all their shortcomings and shit. <laughs> right? So, so after the two calls, I'm like, you know, as much as I love this guy, I'm still not picking that goddamn Facebook Messenger thing up. Because I knew he had my number, but apparently he lost it. I'm more on that in a second. So, all right. So the after the two calls go in, I see the little bubbles, you know, little, little text bubbles. He's just sending a thing, and he sends a picture. Right now, now I'm like, all right, I just got two calls, and now I got a, a, a picture, and it's a thumbnail. I'm like, if I click into this thing and I get hacked, I'm gonna kick his fucking. Ass. <laughs> no, I'm like, <laughs> so it it, it goes. Uh, it was a picture of like it looked like a parking lot, and there was like four people like through a windshield. So he took this picture through his windshield. And I, I was so I was so tempted to open it because I wanted to I'm like, maybe he's sending me a picture of somebody we haven't seen in like twenty years. You know, or, or something like that. You know, I'm I was kinda like, you know, taken aback by it and then I saw a little more bubbles coming in. Right. And then and then he was like, you know, he's like, This is he's like he's like, This is I'm at a Wawa right now. And he's like, This is exactly what you fucking talk about. There's people basically like tailgating at a Wawa at eleven o'clock drinking coffee in the parking lot with their trunk open. And then he and then he said something like, you know, I lost your cell phone number, you dick bag. Send it over to me. So I sent it over to him, and he called me immediately. All right now, now, now I was soaked in scotch. He was soaked in bourbon. We had some laughs. We haven't talked in a while. And I said, when you say I talk about that all the time, like you talk about like on the podcast, he's like, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, 115 episodes in, and me and you were close back in the day, and we, you know, you can't reach out and say hi. Like fucking yo, man. Because he he's a guy that like when I and I told him this last night. I said, you you were a guy that like throughout this whole entire process of this podcast I, that I thought about. And I said like he better be listening to this fucking thing because he because we he would he we would just have regular conversations and he's laughing his ass off. And I always say this shows like I'm having a separate conversation with each and every one of you. I'm like there's no there's no way he can't listen to the show, but he would have said something. 115 episodes, Eric Gay. Can't fucking identify yourself, <laughs> fucking dickhead. <laughs> but I was very happy to hear that he that you know that that he's a listener too, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like these people, there's so many of you. You know, if you want to remain anonymous, okay, you're cool and quippy, whatever. But like I said, I like to kind of tailor my humor to people, and I know while I can't you know tailor it to each and every one of you, at least I can kind of get you in the group. Fuck, man. Can't say shit. 17 minutes in. I haven't put any drops in yet in the second segment, and I, that was the two things that I, that I had to get started with. <laughs> All right. I nearly blew a fucking gasket last week on a phone call. It was a consultation. 
and I, I, you know, I, there's no secret on the show. I've, I've just basically talked about like our, our sales reps are fucking idiots. They're fucking idiots. All right, I, like I never have I ever worked in a place that had sales reps that were as dumb as these fucking people. They're so fucking stupid. They're they're the kind of people that that they like they've never heard of a folder or like a zip folder. You know, like oh, I'm going to send you pictures for the website, you know, because I know how to send emails. <laughs> oh, good for you. It's great. It's great. You know, and here, what do they do? They'll send 17 fucking emails with one picture attached to it. So I'm going to go into everything I want, and I'm going to download the fucking thing, and I'm going to fucking save it. Put it in a fucking folder. You're so goddamn smart. I know how to send an email and an attachment. I wipe my own ass. And another thing that they do, and this is the this is the one that just that just this one really freezes my ass. You know, I, I think I might have said this on the show before, but when they go into training, okay, like they could have sold fucking shoes for their whole life, and then they come in and they're supposed to learn a complex digital marketing fucking profile, like and and what the products do and how they work and who would actually need them, who all this kind of shit. And from day one, they're told, "Remember, you're the expert." So that goes right to their fucking heads. It just does. They and oh yeah, I am the expert. Yeah, and then they start smelling themselves. And 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 by doing that, then they go in, they make a sale, they, they and then they start smelling themselves even more. So now it's like, no, don't let the consultant who is has, has eons more knowledge than you. Don't let him just take it to do his job. Don't sit back, shut the fuck up, and get out of the way. No, you got to add your two cents into everything. Now there's certain ones that are cool. You know, they, they actually said, like, you know what? If they're like, if they're not with the client, they'll be like, I'm just going to sit on mute in the background. If anybody needs me, just holler. Like, I'll let this, I, I trust him. I'll let him do his thing. But then you got the people who have to talk every, like, I'm asking the client a question and they got it. And then they, they ask them after I ask them and then they give the answer, which I can hear. And then he's got to answer back to me because God forbid you're not talking. You fucking cocksucker. And I don't like you, you cocksucker. So here's where I nearly lost my shit. Okay, I this was misophonia in 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 all of its glory. Okay, on this fucking call. Okay, now this is a notorious sales rep who everybody hates. He's one of those guys that you know, like again, when I when I was talking about, you know, like you're the expert. You know, we'll we'll sit there and be like, you know, I'll, I'll see, I'll say, like you know, like what what your service areas are. Like say, so say, you know, say you you're in. I don't know, around here, just for, you know, sake of geography. And you would say, like, you know, your service area is Bucks County, all right? And then they'll go, and then they'll sit in there thinking, like, I don't know, I don't know, and how do I want to say it? Like, I'm, I, you know, and, and you know, and the guy, and then the sales rep's got a, his, his big idea. This is his big fucking, you know, you're the expert idea. Uh, well, how long have you been in business? And we're like, oh, it's been, you know, 2001. Okay, okay, so over 20 years. How about this? Ready? You ready? serving the Bucks County area for over 20 years. And then you hear them go, oh, like, wow, wow. <laughs> You're so fucking smart. Oh, and this is the, the shit that they kick in. Now, thanks for your contribution there, guy. I think I got it from here. Fucking dickbag. So anyway, I get this guy. He's fucking notorious. Okay, he 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 does nothing but break people's balls. 
like there's no way you're ever going to get like a website proof back and he's not going to make 137 fucking changes he's going to tell your manager about it he's a dickhead he's a fucking dickhead okay and i didn't notice i don't know how i didn't notice this the first time maybe he was a little bit further away from the phone but he had one of these nervous ticks like this nervous fucking stutter type of thing that he was doing and since he talks so fucking much he, he, he kept on doing it every three seconds. I, I was linking people who knew I had misophonia saying, like, I'm having a breakdown right now. I was losing my shit. Here's what he did. Twice, at least twice a sentence. As he's talking, he would go. Yeah. If we're sitting there talking about a page on the website, all right, like Google looks for tabs on a website. Like, so if you're a roofer and you got roof, like roof installation and roof repair, build out a page for each one of them. That's what Google's looking for. So if he explained that to a client, they're like, well, if you, if you do uh, roofing and you do roofing repair and you just do it and he kept on doing it, I'm like, first of all, who the fuck would buy anything from you? You come in there clicking your fucking tongue. I, I, I almost lost my fuck. I swear to God. I, I, was, I was going to... I can't do this, but I was going to be like, look, I, I, I can't... Like, it's a disorder. <laughs> okay? Like, I can't, I can't listen to this. I, I, I'm, I'm in fight or flight mode right now, and the guy's only in Jersey. I'm like, I'm ready to come and slap your tongue out of your fucking head. Oh, it fucking oh my god! I I couldn't believe it. I'm like who 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 does that? And if you're not if 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 you see and you know that you do it and you're in sales, fix it. Put a little work into yourself. Go on YouTube. Figure out how to not fucking click your tongue three times a sentence and sound like a fucking t- a, a toddler. My body temperature just raised like four degrees. My, my, my pulse went up to 120. I couldn't believe it. I, I could not fucking believe it. It was unbelievable to me. <sighs> I got to decompress. <laughs> Let's go to a, a little bit lighter of a subject here. You guys know how, you know, particularly in Northeast Philly, you know, how people talk and I, I pick up on all of it, you know, <laughs> because I, I used to do it. And now that I think that I used to do it, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man. Like, <laughs> you actually used to talk like that. And I do. I, I, there's a little bit of a hint of it. And I hear that on consultations, too. They're like, where are you in the northeast part of the country? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I can tell. I'm like, all right. <laughs> but it's all these terms of like, you know, like I was talking about, they instead of chimney, they say chimney. And they just make up their own variation of the word. All right. But I here's the funniest part about this shit, okay? somebody somebody did a post on facebook the other day right and they and they actually said the word and spelled it the way that they fucked it up now i didn't even do this when i when i was growing up there all right but anything that ends in uh, not not every word that ends in o it's only a certain one but if it ends in o or o g h you know then it, it, it it really ends in like y l l meaning if you, like anything that ends in borough, like you know, Richboro, Marlboro, you know, Hatboro, it's not Hatboro, it's Hatboro. <laughs> like B, like H A T B 
uh, URLL, Hatboro, you know, Richboro, Marlboro, right? But this this is the one that you are all you are just you are the epitome if if you say this instead of saying thorough they say thorough he's thorough as shit yo that dude's thorough <laughs> just get idiot tattooed on your fucking forehead you know what I'm saying <laughs> and this guy fucking did a post on Facebook the other day and said yo this dude's thorough as shit and spelled it that way T H U R Y L L he's thorough as shit. <laughs> you fucking schmuck. <sighs> Eagles just want a fucking slop fest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, a division game, I get it, you know, and they're usually always close, but I mean, the, the Eagles are clearly better than the Redskins. Well, than the Redskins to me, and they will be soon. Oh, by the way, more up, more on that now, That uh, breaking <laughs> I told you guys, you know, the, the, the leader of like the Native American, whatever it is, all right, the guild, I don't know what it is, all right, not only did they like say, hey, I want, we want our name back, okay, it's an honor to have that, <laughs> and, the, and the dipshit freaking, you know, the dipshit protesters, they're, they're primarily white people. Are, are fighting the actual Indians because they want to be called the Redskins. It's too offensive to the white people, but it's not going to fucking... Oh, God. So anyway, they're suing now. The, <laughs> the NAGA, I think it's called, N-A-G-A, are now suing. They're suing the, the Redskins. Or they're suing the Washington football... The Washington command... Whatever the fuck they are, okay? They're suing them. They, 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 it's funny as shit. You know, the Indians are offended that they don't call them the Redskins anymore, but the, the privileged aren't fucking offended that they that they do that they don't call or they do or whatever they don't. I don't know. It's time for the get off my lawn segment for the week, so here it is. What the hell is this? Get off, get off my lawn. Well, this qualifies as a get off my lawn segment because, quite frankly, even though I can't really put an age on these people, I, only only young people act like this. Okay, and it, again, it's in this new era of you're brought up, you know, on a phone, and you see people acting ridiculous on a phone, so you do what you see on the phone. I'm sure everybody saw what happened in Philly this week. All right, like we we have lost our civilization, like we really have. We have lost. You know, I, I think I forget what the guy's name was, but there was this one guy I saw a clip of on. He was on a Joe Rogan episode, and he was basically like, you know, he's like, when like right before civilizations fall, they become obsessed with gender. They become obsessed with like like they basically want to take away all borders, all boundaries, all everything, and then that's the collapse of the civilization, much like the Romans, and much like the Greek Empire. They, they, that's what happened. Now, I, I I am not a student of that. Okay, I'm not a student of like Roman or Greek history. I'm not. But, you know, if there's an expert on it that was on the show was basically saying that like that's what happened. They became obsessed with gender. And, and it wasn't even the gender thing that, that caught me. It was the the word, like the the buzzword that I heard in that was uh, boundaries. Because now there's no fucking boundaries. You could just go in and, you know, I, I, I'm beating a dead horse when I say what you can do, going and looting all this kind of shit. But they went into a liquor store. 
a Lululemon, an Apple store, and and something else. And it's just when you see it, you're just like, like this is what we've turned into. Everybody run in. I'm gonna get run in and get some free shit. You know, like and. and it's crazy, okay? But then here's the thing. This is the other part about this generation that just doesn't get... Like, they think that there's going to be no accountability for the shit that they do. Now, of course, you know, they've, they've basically made it, you know, in Philadelphia, like, there's no more jail. You just go... you Like, they go in to stop you from doing the... You know, to continuing to do the more crimes, and then they let you out in, in six hours. I get that. So it's like, you know, there's no... It's like, why not? Let's just go in. It's like I was saying the other week. Why don't we do it? Aren't we suckers for paying for shit? All right, but the, it's it's not even the, the get off my lawn thing is not about them. It, it could be about them as a whole, but there was one particular fucking asshole in this whole caper. Okay, and it's like it's all fun and games until you get caught. All right, now I'm going to play a couple clips. All right, and and I'm, I'm going to let you know what the outcome is, but I'm going to play a couple clips, and it's just like. Uh, Again, like they think that everything that they do, that not just this looting shit, but they think that there's no consequences for fucking anything until there is. And then when there is, you, you're the victim and you flip the fuck out. It's the same bullshit over and over again with you fucking people. Probably, like I said, not, not even so much like 15, 16. I'm talking about like 18 to 25 at this point. You people act like idiots. All right. So here's this is this is in the middle of the act. I think I got two clips if I say them correctly, but either way, here's the first one. Now let me paint a picture for you for those of you who haven't seen this fucking clown, okay? <clears throat> what store we going in first, y'all? Where we gonna steal? What we gonna do? Right? Yeah, let me paint a picture. She was a fucking chicken head, this bitch. Got a f she had some, f I don't know, whatever the hell it was on her head. Like, it, it wasn't really, well, maybe it was a bandana, but it was like a, 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 I don't know, an old wash rag made into a fucking bandana. She's running, like, you know, jumping up and down, shit-eating grin on her face. Oh, we about to steal some shit. And here's where she really showed her fucking stupidity. You live-streamed yourself looting fucking stores you goddamn nitwit you dumb motherfucker now i'm going to play you the rest of that clip because it, it, there's there's a spongebob a few moments later on on it okay now here's where like the accountability doesn't come in you went and live streamed that you're looting stores, you were right outside of the Apple store, and you're filming yourself looting stores, and you and you live stream it. Then you get caught, okay? And here she is. Here she is in, in, in the back of the cop car when she got arrested. Yes. We getting gas. Yo, what are y'all doing? We, we don't got nothing to do with this. We getting gas. Did you hear the other voice coming in? Yeah, we're just getting gas. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, here's the here's the the the, the one. You know, grave detail that you seem to omit in this fucking caper, you idiots. They could get your exact location from the fucking stream, you fucking dipshit. And then they found you based on what you live streamed and you get in the back of the car. We, we, we got nothing to do with this. Get the fuck out of here. See, when it's time to pay the piper, now all of a sudden it's, it's like, you know, we didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, okay.
All right, now I'm going to play a video from a guy that that you know reported on this. Okay, and there's and and you'll hear different things from her of you know of the whole live stream and and how much of a fucking idiot asshole this fucking person is. Okay, but before I start it and play it. It's 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 all fun and games, and you're laughing and you're smiling and you're screaming and you're hollering when you know when when you're in the act. But then in her mugshot, there was tears coming down her her eyes, like oh what oh what you're exempt from this. You know, of course she got out of jail the same night because we're in Philadelphia. But I mean, you know, it's like oh now now cry. It's like you you did you. <laughs> You, you committed the stupidest fucking crime and actually broadcasted it like an idiot, and now you're crying because you're in jail. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Check this out. The influencer who live-streamed the Philadelphia looting posed for a mugshot in tears amid multiple charges. Everybody throw free iPhones! Let me see the iPhone! Oh, my God! Deja Blackwell was arrested while on air soon after she challenged the cops to detain her. The woman's social media reportedly helped the police to determine the precise location of her and other alleged looters. Everybody must eat! Everybody must eat! Everybody must eat! Blackwell was handed eight charges stemming from the raids from that night, but was later released from jail. I need some sleep. I'm scared. I'm traumatized. Now you hear that at the end? She's the victim now. I'm scared. I'm traumatized. Traumatized? You fucking kidding me right now? I just hate it. It's, and that's what I mean. It's, the, it's again, again, another indictment on that generation and how fucking entitled they are. You went in there. You broke windows. You heard her. She dared the cops, didn't she? Did you hear that? Oh, it's about to get lit. It's about to be a movie if, if you don't detain me. But Oh, okay. Well, they did. In my opinion, that movie sucked. And and it, just the kicker of the whole thing was was the mugshot, though. She had the puss on, you know, with this tears coming down. Oh, boo-hoo. And you're scared and you're traumatized. Go eat a fucking bag of dicks. Fucking <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Time for what an asshole. What an asshole! Now this, well, it's it, it really it's a team of assholes, and and you know you, you guys knew that I was going to weigh in on this because it's I I cannot go I can't even look out the window without this shit being shoved down my fucking throat. Unpopular opinion. I cannot stand the Kelsey brothers. I hate both of them. And I know it's an unpopular opinion, but I usually don't like people that everybody likes. All right. I don't like Jason Kelsey because well, they, they both like are want to be WWE guys. That's what they want to be. Everybody. Th- see, here's the thing. In Philadelphia, we love stupidity. We love stupid things. We love people acting like idiots. Well, they do that worldwide, really nationwide, I should say. But really, you know, like he, he. <laughs> He dressed up in that ridiculous fucking mummer's costume, and he basically tried to be Stone Cold Steve Austin for four minutes. And it was so just, like, forced, and I, I just don't like the guy. And and his brother even more. Here's the reason why I can't stand Travis Kelsey. 
even women say this, okay? Like, there's guys that know that they're good looking, okay? But it's like confident, not cocky. When you get cocky about it, you're just a dickhead. You know what I'm saying? And it, it seems to be a theme with tight ends, too, because I like, well, actually, I'm going to save that guy for another what an asshole segment down the road, but I might have let the cat out of the bag that he's a tight end. But either way, yeah. Travis Kelsey is is much like the, you know, he's much like like the the teenage boys of, of today, if you've ever seen them. Like when they when they think when did you ever see these little kids when like they think they're fucking sickening? You know, and, and what do they do? They they purposely squint their eyes like they're looking into the fucking sun. What what do you think that does? And he does it every fucking time. He's he he is such a. I hate him. I hate him. I really do. You know what I mean? And the whole thing, like you know, he 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 knows he's good looking, so he's he's cocky about it. And the funny thing is, is Taylor Swift already wrote the song. I right, she already wrote the breakup song. I'm gonna play it in a minute. All right, but you know what? I officially hate Taylor Swift now too. I tried. I tried to coexist with her, as you guys know. You know, you're your your generation's Madonna, and all the kids are fucking snotting and, and fucking you know hanging all over you. Okay, fine. But now now with this bullshit, okay, like here's the thing: every social media page I follow, everywhere I fucking look, oh look, oh Travis Kelsey, right? And it's like okay, now now we have to know both of their every move. You know, like it was Thursday, and it was like, oh, Taylor Swift is going to attend the Chiefs Jets game or whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck they're playing. Who cares? And they and they pan up to her after every time Travis Kelsey makes a catch. You know, they're going to pan to fucking Taylor Swift. And and I and again, I, here's the other thing: her maybe her music, I don't know, but I mean, like, let's let's be honest about Taylor Swift, okay? She's a six. On her best day, she's a fucking six, okay? You look like you just ate an econo-sized bag of fucking Sour Patch Kids. Like, her face looks like she's sucked on a lemon, and she looks like she's 12. Way to go, Travis. And, and and you know, what what capped it for me was I knew. You know, like I knew once I heard about this relationship, it's all anybody is going to fucking talk about. Like, anybody gives a shit. All right, and and I was like, all right, well, I, I officially, I mean, I've always hated Travis Kelsey, like I said, but I, I tried to be neutral with Taylor Swift, and here's here, this was the thing that did it. Not only was she being rammed down my throat with this when they first got together, all right, but she's sitting next to Travis Kelsey's mom. All right, now this was they were they were dating for a cup of coffee. Are you meeting the parents already? Uh, do you see a pattern developing here of why you can't fucking see a relationship through? You move a little too fucking fast. They're Swifty, moving too Swift. They're Taylor. Sitting next to her fucking mom in, in, in the press box, okay? And and Travis Kelsey scores a touchdown, and they pan up to Taylor Swift with her fucking sucked on a lemon eyes. And what happened? She she uttered a fucking phrase that I, I think should have been... It, it, I hate it. I fucking hate it. And it was on my list of phrases that I hate when I did that segment probably two years ago. All right? But you saw her in the fucking press box after he scores the touchdown. She went, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Jump off a fucking bridge. 
So we always knew. As soon as, and that was the joke. As soon as we saw them get together, it was like, oh no, now there's going to be a song about Travis Kelsey. Because you know, like I said, she cannot, she cannot make a relationship work no matter what she does, and she's made a fucking career out of it. All right. So I'd like to premiere to you. All right. This is this is I'll I'll title this. She didn't put a title out for it yet, but this is called "Travesty" by Taylor Swift. Check this out. You stole my heart. You intercepted it. Now you're gone. Have to accept it. your mom too soon or did I do what I always do It was so aptly announced that she's going to be at the fucking game tonight. You already wrote that song. I mean, you already know it's going to end, Taylor. Do you, Swifty? Now, of course, that was AI. All right? and, and, and what did I tell you about how AI is going to become dangerous? Do you know how many people would actually believe that that was Taylor Swift? They're going to st- I'm telling you, man. They're going to start doing shit like that. They're going to start doing like, you know, like, oh, this, well, li- listen to what this guy said. I, I I guarantee you it's going to make its way into politics. You know, they're going to say this guy said this and this guy said that, and they're going to have AI fucking versions of them doing it. I'm, I'm telling you a million times, I said, you got to put a lid on this fucking thing because it's going to get away from us. All right. But like, yeah, maybe it's not going to, this song's not going to be called Travesty. The, the the ending line I thought was 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 fitting. Flag on the play. Like <laughs> that's gonna be the fucking name of the song after he fucking Because th- here's the thing about Travis Kelsey, he's a scumbag. The guy's got like eight women at one time and he, he's not afraid to admit it. He's he's a fuck he's a walking case of gonorrhea. Good luck with that one, Swifty. Someone's someone's gonna like the guy that actually settles down with you is gonna have to knowingly get herpes and and just trade <laughs> trade that lifestyle just to you know to be in the money that you have. Because, you know, Travis Kelsey and his and his and his diseases. Because he's fucking everybody. And what's up with now he's got one of them fucking dick broom mustaches too? God. Travis Kelsey. What an asshole! What an asshole. All right, it's time for That's Fucked Up. On today's episode of How Fucked Up is Fucked Up, that's fucked up. (laughs) See what I got myself into here? I told you guys about doing, adding just one, just one weekly segment now. This, this third, you know, like I say, I like to do 20 minutes, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and it's never been that way in, in, in like two and a half months. All right, but we're not even at the we're not even at the well we're at the that's fucked up segment right now and we're already a minute nineteen. <sighs> Boy, you know it's fucked up how 
everybody everybody is catered to these days you know oh you don't like this oh what you don't like you don't like this language okay we'll ban it oh you don't like this movie because it's offensive okay we'll ban it oh this makes you feel that way okay we'll make a rule so you don't feel that way anymore like like everybody is catered to instead of instead of you know the things that are going to make them tougher all right they don't they're not exposed to that anymore because they're they're shielded and i said this before when you shield you know people now what i'm about to talk about is actually a full-grown man but i mean when you do it like the kids okay when you shield them from things that you think are going to be offensive to them or think are going to be you know bad for them to look at you're 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 not sharpening them you're dulling them is what you're doing all right john fetterman who i got it's unbelievable that this that this man is representing the state of Pennsylvania in the fucking U.S. Senate. I'm sorry. The guy is, a, he's worse than Joe Biden. He's mentally unfit to fucking serve his job, okay? And I even said it when, when I was talking. I think it was, um, who was it, Dr. Oz? He was going to get, yeah. Dr. Oz, when they, when they were going against each other, I'm like, who the fuck, like, who the fuck would vote somebody in office that looks like Uncle Fester, okay, but he's the size of Lurch? All right, he can't formulate a sentence, and he comes wearing a fucking hoodie and cargo shorts. There, there's a certain level of respect when you're when you're trying when you're trying to represent a fucking constituency. You show up with a fucking hoodie and cargo shorts. You, what are you, a child? So he goes on the fucking center floor for like the first week wearing a suit, and you could tell he was uncomfortable. I don't want to wear the suit, man. I want to wear my cargo shorts, Mac. My Carhartt fucking hoodie. And Chuck Schumer just created a new law. You're, you're, there's a new law now in, in, in this, in the, on the Senate floor that you can dress however the fuck you want. Chuck Schumer doesn't give a fuck. He, you know, the, the fucking hand, the, the, the money that he robs from the American people, that guy is in the top five in corruption too, by the way. All right, but yeah, no, it's okay, John. Oh, okay, the suit makes you uncomfortable. Okay, wear your wear your your hoodie and your flip flops. It's okay. And you see him fucking standing there, like at a podium with like four other guys who are in suits, dressed to the fucking nines, and he's got a goddamn a, a hoodie with 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 a, a ketchup stain on it. What the fuck, dude? The fact that people just have are, are just so catered to to the point where they actually change rules just so you don't get your widow feeling hurt. That's fucked up. Now, oh, well, look who's on my TV right now in a, for a debit card or an Experian commercial. Travis Kelsey. And that's the other thing. Now, he's, he's, he's doing and that's another another fucking indictment on why I hate the guy. He did a fucking commercial for Pfizer. Fuck you, dude. Anyway, I remember I was telling you guys about influencers and people who fucking do shit and like they, they don't have they don't have the man voice yet. Like they still sound like a fucking child. Most of those people like everything is a question when they say things and they can't seem to shake that shortcoming for until they're like 30 these days. You know, but you guys know how I feel. About, I mean, <laughs> It's no secret how I feel about people who do food reviews. All right. But this, I remember one time I was, I was playing people who were, I guess, just getting started with it. And they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, they thought, oh, well, if I do it, everybody has to hear what I have to say about food. 
and and then you had people going and like reviewing fast food sandwiches like what everybody has eaten at burger king everybody has eaten at mcdonald's everybody is it, we've it's not like you're fucking you know reinventing the wheel i can think right now i know exactly what a big mac tastes like i don't need you to fucking tell me okay thank you this dipshit kid doing a pizza review i'll play it first and i'll add my commentary as always Four most popular pizzas in all of America, and we're gonna try them all and see which one's the best. First up, we got Domino's. This is a solid pizza. I like the touch of garlic they added to it. Not my favorite cheese in the world, but it's solid. Next up, we got Papa John's, and I didn't realize how small was this small. Better ingredients, better pizza, better bitches, better money. That's okay. Next up, we got Pizza Hut. I really should have gotten the medium. This is the best pizza so far. The cheese is actually really good. Overall, it's just super solid. The breading, everything. Everything is good about this. And last but not least, we got Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Motherfucker said hot and ready. This is cold and shitty. You see what I'm talking about? I got the four most popular pizzas in the country and we're about to drive right now. Like, hit puberty before you start doing this shit. And he had the fucking hairier seat. I, I, what's with these kids? I was ta- I said this when I talked about that Phillies game at time. But what is with these kids who they got this new hairstyle where it looks like they 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 wear a hat and then let the hair grow like from under the hat into like this sprout thing. So when you take your hat off, like your whole head is shaped like a hat, but then like there's these wings coming the fuck out. What is that? It looks like shit. Much like your whole style does these days with your nut hugger shorts and everything I fucking talk about. Shave your fucking legs too, by the way. But here's the thing, all right? You're—it's corporate pizza, with, and and you're reviewing it. It's all garbage, all of it, and we know this. But what are you bringing to the table that nobody else does? Ungats. Oh, the cheese is really good. Oh, I didn't love the cheese on this one. Mutz is fucking mutz is fucking mutz. You fucking dipshit. Shredded cheese in a fucking bag, man. And and you think you're you think oh my god oh the bread's really perfect through this one fuck it's Pizza Hut. And then and then for his big clothes his big finale he's like they say hot and ready but it's cold and shitty oh well maybe because he did this in his car you know maybe if you drive from Domino's to Little Caesars to Papa John's to Pizza Hut why the fuck your fucking goddamn pizza's gonna get cold no. These fucking people, man, you know. You can inform us, Like I said, hit puberty. Get a man voice and then start doing shit if you want to be an influencer. That's all I got for you guys this week. Now, I don't know if I should be nervous or not. I, like, turns out the Phillies drew the Marlins. Now, they got, they, got, they got home field, which is exactly what I wanted them to do. They had to get home field in that first round, and they did. And I really said to myself, I'm like, you know, any of these teams, the Cubs, the Diamondbacks, you know, the Reds, the Marlins, I'm like, none of these teams scare me. You know, like the, the Phillies are fucking good. Okay. They're, I don't, I, I, again, they shut me up last year. I don't think they can win the World Series this year. I just don't, I mean, but anything can happen. Like I said, and we saw that happen last year. However, 
I'm, I'm never a fan of playing a division team in the playoffs, whether, whether, you know, and Miami's not even that good. But they seem to be a thorn sometimes. But you know what? It, they're, they're home. If, if they it, listen, if the Marlins come in here and win two out of three, the Phillies deserve to lose because they should beat that fucking team every time. You know. So I was going to do uh, what an asshole this week was actually going to be about somebody who's affiliated with the Phillies. But I figure after the playoffs start, I'll I'll save that one for next week because again, I mean, this is pretty much my list is what the what an asshole segment really is it's it's my list it's my list of fucking assholes that i that i've always talked about on this show and like i said i didn't want to just dump them into one episode i just wanted to get that and i and i did get a lot of messages about it people you know people are excited (laughs) about the what an asshole segment so you know I, i i just much like my other two segments i have just a whole laundry list to pluck from you know so i can do that probably will be a story next week i got my company golf outing on tuesday and it's actually going to be fucking like 83 and sunny for once it's usually always shitty weather i told you last year it was like fucking noah's ark out there it was like the british open 30 mile an hour winds and rain and cold and shitty and my buddy matt's fucking playing i got because this guy the two guys that i that i play with in that outing every year like they bring this other guy and he's he's pretty decent golfer but he's he's just a he's a a pompous fucking dickhead you know and 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 he couldn't make it this year all too bad and my buddy matt's coming i'm fucking pumped about that that's gonna be great you know what i'm saying so that'll be a good time there'll probably be a story attached to that for next week of course and if you need to get a hold of me, Christian at the crodpodcast.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger or you can text or call me if you have my number. And as always, the C Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. And it's a beautiful day out there. And, you know, like I said, it's, I love spending my Sunday with you guys, even with football on. You know what the funny thing is? <laughs> I was watching the Eagles game, right? And here's the thing. I like when it when it's when it's football season and I'm doing the podcast, I got, the, I got it on in the background, but I'm not like, I'm not, you know, paying attention to it because I'm doing this, you know, I'm just like looking up every now and again in the background. Right. So I, I was like mastering, but I was mastering the, you know, the first, I guess, half hour or whatever it was. Like once I put it in the master mode, I set the compression, like I told you guys, and I just let it rip. So I, I could turn the sound on to the Eagles game and shit like that. Right. And every time the Eagles made a play, the fucking place erupted. You know, like I was like, you know, and I, and I I know that Eagles fans travel well. Like they go places, and it's like they have more fans than the actual home team does. You know, and I was just like, man, it's like every game is a home game for the Eagles. Look at, that. I mean, I, it's like Washington is not that far away, but Jesus Christ, yeah, they were at home. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why they're cheering. I don't fucking know. You know, but I, yeah, I thought, I thought that was. But until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care.